If India loses Bangladesh's friendship, blame Hindutva Brigade. Subir Bhomek Prime Minister Narendra Modi recently alleged at a poll rally in West Bengal that Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee had not come out in support of the UN declaration of Masood Azhar as a global terrorist. Why, Didi? Because this will upset your vote banks. Modi had thundered with a mischievous smile. The Prime Minister was obviously insinuating that Muslims in Bengal and perhaps in India had perhaps not welcomed Azhar's listing as a global terrorist. This is a huge insult, said a senior leader of Bangladesh's ruling Awami League party. Please remind your PM that we Bengalis, mostly Muslims, broke up Pakistan after sacrificing the lives of 25 lakh people and suffering dishonor for half a million women, he said. I am not naming the leader because he fears that making a political statement on Indian soil in the middle of an election may lead to denial of an Indian visa, which he needs to get his mother treated in this country. I have to agree with my friend from Bangladesh and not with my Prime Minister. In 1971, the Bengalis, Muslims, Hindus and other faiths revolted against Pakistan under the leadership of charismatic Sheikh Mujibur Rahman and suffered one of the most brutal genocides of contemporary history before Bangladesh was liberated with Indian political and military support. Subhash Chandra Bose is credited by many historians for expediting the end of British rule by fomenting revolt in the Indian ranks of the British army. Similarly, Sheikh Mujibur Rahman is credited with the breakup of Pakistan, Britain's parting gift to South Asia. The far-sighted Maulana Abdul Kalam Azad had seen this coming in 1946. The Bengali Muslim, with an overwhelming numerical majority, and his province, more richly endowed the Western Wing, will never accept West Pakistan's dominance, he had warned in an interview with a Lahore-based editor. Mujib's daughter and Bangladesh's current PM, Sheikh Hasina, is India's strongest ally in South Asia. Her government has delivered on all of India's security and connectivity concerns in her 10 years in power, from cracking down on Northeast Indian insurgents to allowing transshipment of Indian goods to the Northeast through Bangladesh using its ports and roads. Bangladesh holds key to the success of India's Act East policy because we need to first connect to the Northeast using Bangladesh before using it as a land bridge to connect to Southeast Asia via Myanmar. India has failed to deliver on Bangladesh's concerns like the sharing of the Tista's waters, but it could at least spare our friendly neighbour the humiliation of hostile saffron rhetoric led by BJP President Amit Shah, who described Bangladeshi migrants as termites, and Modi, who now implies that Bengali Muslims could be pro-Masood Asar. And this, when Bangladesh has refused to even accept the credentials of Pakistan's ambassador-designate Saklain Saida, following which Pakistan-Bangladesh relations are at an all-time low. Illegal migration from Bangladesh and East Pakistan is a historical fact, fueled by the poor economic conditions of East Bengal due to its ruthless exploitation by Pakistan's military janta, and then by the lack of development under Bangladesh's own military rulers who negated the spirit of 1971 after Mujibur was killed in a military coup. The trend of migration began in colonial times because Bengal was perhaps the most exploited of British provinces, suffering successive famines like the one in 1940s which killed nearly 3 million people. But it is also a fact that Bangladesh's amazing economic turnaround, especially in the last 10 years of Sheikh Hasina's rule, has also brought down the flow of people from Bangladesh into neighbouring 
Indian provinces whose economic and human development indicators are far below that of Bangladesh. Hasina's government has also streamlined labor exports by formalizing it as far as possible. Because as her former labor minister Nurul Islam told me once, illegal migrants don't send back money. Legals do. Remittances from expatriate Bangladeshis is the second largest source of foreign exchange for the country after ready-made garments. Bangladeshis, like Indians, go abroad to make money and they would prefer places they can make more money in than is possible in poor Indian border states. A proud nation driven by its secular and syncretic Bengali identity would naturally resent the expletives hurled at it by the Saffron Brigade. Many Awami leaguers, among the best of India's friends, are worried because they fear the BJP's politics of communal mobilization. And making Bangladesh the target of his hostile rhetoric will boost the anti-India forces of hardline Islam, who have been marginalized by Hasina but not wholly decimated. They are also worried that the proposed citizenship amendment bill may provoke Hindu migration into India that the Awami League wants to avoid because the nearly 10% Hindu population are its strongest vote bank and influence results in at least 50 of the 300 parliament seats. Oppressed minorities in Pakistan, beginning with the Bengalis, have always looked up to India as their ultimate democratic role model that their own country should have become. From the Baloch to the Muhajir people, to the support of GM Syed and the Pashtuns, whose leader Frontier Gandhi opposed partition and requested Congress leaders to not throw us to the world. Indian democracy has become a more acceptable model than Pakistan's military rule. And we better not forget how the Kashmir Valley Muslims sided with the Indian Army during Pakistan-sponsored incursions in the 1947-48 and in 1965. Since all these nationalities value their religious identity as much as their ethnic roots, the broad-brush approach of Hindutva Brigade to paint all Muslims as villains is going to cost India useful allies in the region. We must wait till 23rd May to figure out how far this religious polarization has helped them in electoral terms. But there is no doubt this Hindutva baggage is a huge foreign policy liability for India and will cost it its close friends in the neighborhood. Modi's choreographed pujas at Pashupati Nath temple has not won Hindu Nepal for us and New Delhi increasingly worries about growing Chinese influence there. Let's hope we don't lose Bangladesh the same way. The writer is a veteran BBC journalist and an author. He can be reached at Subir Bhomik, 